Got your Bible, Genesis, the 19th chapter. I was praying today. I said, God, all I need is some anointing, and I'll be fine. Amen. We'll work right through this. I was wondering what my son was talking about. He said, you're going to preach after you give blood? I said, sure. I've never done that before. And I might schedule somebody next time. <laughs> Just sit over and shake the tambourine. Genesis 19 and 15. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand. Everybody say they got a hold of him. And upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without, that means on the outside, of the city. Amen. They laid hold upon his hand. Praise God. The angel of the Lord laid hold upon Lot's hand. God gave me a message, so I know I'm supposed to preach it right now. And I want to preach to this church for a little while with the Lord's help. Lord, Drag us if you need to. Set your Bibles down. Help me pray right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we love you today, God. Come on, help me pray, prayer warriors. In the name of Jesus Christ, I need the Holy Ghost to come down and touch every heart. Every life in this place tonight. Oh, come on, reach over and grab somebody by the hand if it's appropriate. Why don't you pray with them right now? We got to make it, church. We got to be rapture ready. We got to live our life ready to meet the Lord. Hallelujah. Feel somebody with the Holy Ghost. Come on, come on, just cry for one more moment, church. Come on, your strength is made perfect, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah, we love you, Jesus. Amen, you can be seated. Thank you for standing. Amen, we're so thankful for the way the Lord brought these baits to the church. God bless them. Amen, praise God. Amen, I want to be ready to meet the Lord. Amen, my prayer tonight for not just me, but for you and your family. God, if you have to drag us, if you have to pull us, we give you permission, God. Amen. I, I don't want to be lost. Amen. These cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, all the cities in this area, the Bible describes them as very wicked cities that were full of perversion. Amen. You don't have to have the internet to have perversion. Amen. Long before there was magazines and televisions and internet and every other 
garbage that channels junk to people's homes. Long before that, the enemy was working on people's minds. Amen. We know that Lot ended up in this city because that's what he was looking at every day. Praise God. He ended up what he was looking at every day. Praise God. The Bible said Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Amen. He, he arranged his tent when he opened the door every day. He was looking at the wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And I, I've preached this many times. Whatever you're looking at, you're eventually going to end up there. That's why when you drive, you can't look out at look at all the deer and the antelopes, and because you're gonna run over one eventually. Amen. You got to keep your eyes on the road if you want to stay on the road. Amen. If you want to stay out of hell, you got to get your eyes off of hell. If you want your family to be saved, you got to get their eyes out of hell. You got to get your eyes on heaven if you want to go to heaven. You got to get your eyes on a street of gold if you want to live on a street of gold. I'm going to preach to this church today. I wonder what you've been looking at all day long. Amen. If you look at politics all day, you'll be a politician. And you'll walk in and you ain't going to feel Jesus very close to you. Amen. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. You look at Instagram all day, you know what you're going to become? Instagram. Praise God. You're going to become an influencer, but not the right kind of influencer. Some of the dumbest things I've ever seen are people with a telephone. Praise God. And I thought, who would waste their time watching somebody walk through their house acting like a clown? Y'all better be glad my turbos ain't working right now. Praise God. Why don't you become a Jesus influencer? Why don't you open up your Bible and walk up to somebody... Well, I don't want to be seen like that. I don't want to be. Oh, I do. Praise God. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Uh, that, mean, that means without the death, the burial, and the resurrection, you ain't got anything, honey. Without repentance at this altar, Jesus' name, baptism, and in filling of the Holy Ghost, you ain't got nothing. But when you got the Holy Ghost and your sins are remitted, you got it all. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, matter of fact, later on in the law of Moses, they would arrange the tents of the children of Israel, when they opened up their tent, they would be looking at the tabernacle. Praise God. Don't that sound beautiful? Wake up every day looking at the church. 
Wouldn't it be amazing if everybody got up every day and said, I've got to go by that church before I go to work. They'd get up and they'd look at the church, they'd go to work, and the last thing they seen before they come out of the fields to come back home was they would see the tabernacle again. You know what's so beautiful about this church? I'm never the first one here to pray. Amen. There's always people that, you know, get up with the chickens. Amen. God bless them. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I, I, I've done figured out the Lord will show up at 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock in the morning, midnight, midday, 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Amen. Praise God. I'm, I'm thankful today you can walk in this house and feel God anytime. Thank you, G. It feels like a house of prayer when you walk in here. Amen. But the Bible uh, arranges in the law of Moses what they need to be looking at. Praise God. You know, we need to look more at the tabernacle. It, it don't need to be a Sunday morning only. My Lord, why would people get rid of Sunday night church? Who got the Holy Ghost on a Sunday night in here? You got the Holy Ghost on Sunday night, raise your hand. Man, look at all these people that would be lost if we didn't have Sunday night church. I think we ought to have church every night. I just ain't got enough blood to do all that right now. Praise God. Ain't God good to us? Amen. I, I want to get this point across to you. Whatever you're looking at is what you will become. Bible said, whatever you bring into your tent, you will, you will become that. People wonder why little boys want to be girls. Little girls want to be boys. College athletes, men, swimmers want to swim with the girls. You know what's wrong? They brought something into their tent and they have become like it. You know what I want to bring into my tent? I want to bring some prayer into my tent. I want to bring the word of God into my tent. I want a Bible on every desk. Say, why do you got Bibles all through your house? Because I want to become just like it. I want to raise children. Well, I've already raised them. I want to raise grandchildren that know the difference between what's wrong and what's right. You can't make them do anything, but you can teach them uh, the difference. Uh, help me. Come on, put your hands together. Oh, uh, Jesus, we need you. Amen. So Lot is pitching his tent towards Sodom. And it ain't very long till he ends up in Sodom. And he, he don't just kind of hang out in the corner. He becomes a big dog. And he's sitting at the gate where the important people sit. And so he's a, I guess you could say, a decent man, but he's in a wicked city. And the sin of this city gets God's attention. And the Bible said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see 
whether they have done all together according to the cry of it, which is come unto me, and if not, I will know. Amen. Let me tell you something, church. This world will not get past the judgment of God. When sin is committed, there is a cry that goes up. So you know what that, this makes it so simple that you don't have to be the one that doles out vengeance. Well, they got me, I'm going to get them back. No, you're going to get in trouble is what you're going to do. You're always in the business of getting people back. You're going to get your blessing stole is what you're going to do. But when somebody gets you, you ought to get on the altar and say, Lord, don't let bitterness get in my spirit. Y'all may not like this kind of preaching, but you keep coming back, so you must. Amen. This is where the blessing is. I said it's where the blessing is. I'm going to keep my spirit right. Don't you know they talking about me? Don't you know we don't care? Don't you know I got cheated? Don't you know you shouldn't even care? Don't you know God keeps up with... Praise God. Praise God. Be real careful doing business with church people. Amen. And I don't mind if people do business with other people. But what you ought to be prepared to do is take the short end of the stick. If you can't take the short end and keep the right spirit, don't do it. You know why? Because everybody's got clay in their feet. Well, three all rights. Maybe you need to do some more business in the church. Praise God. Go find your good apostolic preacher somewhere. Make a deal with him. Well, hallelujah. Boy, this is going over good. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. God, I don't want to have bitterness in my spirit. I don't want to hate people. Amen. I was telling somebody the other day, this is what I was taught. I love everybody and everybody loves me. I think... And I don't want to hear anything different. I mean, they keep calling me and telling me, but I don't want to hear it. I just want to love Jesus. I want to walk through the doors and feel the Holy Ghost. Because I know when I get all mad in my spirit, I can't get a breakthrough. I said I can't get a breakthrough when I'm mad in my spirit. But when I put it on the altar, it's like the windows of heaven just open up. Hey, you know the difference. You know the difference when you're just praying. I love you, Jesus. You've been good to me. God bless my family. God keep your hand on them. You know the difference between that and when the power hits you. When the power knocks you down. Amen. You know what I say every time it hits me? I say, God, that's all I wanted. <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> He cut it up. I, I've had a pocket full of money and I've had a pocket like this. And neither one of them made me sad and neither one of them made me happy. 
But what makes me happy is walking in to the presence of God and feeling that power and knowing that he loves me. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together right now. The greatest moments of your life will be in the presence of God. Greatest experiences in my life are when the power of God come down on me. Remember when I got the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to preach in a little bit, I'm just preaching. Amen. When I got the Holy Ghost, my pastor said, I'll see you in the morning at prayer meeting. So I thought you had to go to the church and pray every day if you went to that church. I didn't. But I, so I went and I, and I started praying like I did last night. And all of a sudden I felt the Holy Ghost like I did that Sunday night. I felt it on Monday. He said, I'll see you in, in the morning at prayer meeting. So praise God, I guess I'll be here. So I came back again and I and I felt the same thing. I pressed until I felt it. He taught And I kept on. And I kept on praying. Until God began to change my life. If you think just getting the Holy Ghost is going to fix all the problems you got, you're mixed up. It's going to take a lot of prayer means. And I would pray and I would feel the Holy Ghost. I thought, man, this feels so good. And I didn't have a nickel to my name. and Just went through bankruptcy and lost everything I owned. That was... That was God dragging me out of Sodom. He took, he, he ripped the pride out of my life, ripped everything. He come and got my house, my trucks, everything I owned. They took my lawnmower. Probably took my weed eater, I think. Praise God. But, I, but it got me to the place where, where I could touch God. Praise the Lord. It got me to the place where I knew I couldn't do it by myself. You, you, you got to get there or you'll never be saved. If you think you got it all figured out, or daddy's money's going to fix it, or my judge buddy's going to fix it, or my banker buddy's going to fix it, you will never make it in this walk with God. God's got to get you to the point uh, to where you know you've got to have him. Uh, and he got me to a place where I knew, uh, amen, I, I, I grew up, my, my daddy, listen to Bishop Holmes, he would tell you my daddy was the smartest man he'd ever met. He's met a bunch of people. And my daddy always told me I could, I was, I thought I was brilliant. I, and I took the IQ later and figured out I wasn't the most brilliant. Amen. But I did have common sense, whatever it was called. What was that classification called? Logic. I'm a logical genius. That's what the IQ said. But anyway, scratch all that. I thought I knew it all. And God turned my little world upside down. Till I figured out I, I, I needed God. Amen. And then I, I got on the altar, started praying, crying, got the Holy Ghost. And 
Started going to prayer meeting every day and it was the greatest time of my life. And when I look back, it, it was uh, living in a rented house and driving a $700 20-year-old Honda Prelude. Five-speed. You, you wouldn't even know how to drive it, most of you. Or you. Praise God. $700 car. But you know what? I, that was the happiest moments of my life was to know that I was in the hand of God. That he had pulled me out of this world. He called Robo Shut I was so happy to have the Holy Ghost. That, I mean, one prayer meeting a day wasn't enough for me. I'm one of them real radical people. And, and it would feel so good, but I'd go back at night and I'd walk through this big church again and I'd be praying and the power of God would come down on me. It was many nights Brother Barner would come into that church and, and he's about like me. He does everything about 500%. Can't pray quietly He'd be screaming over there, and I'd be screaming over there. He taught up. But it was God pulling me out of the garbage of this world. I began to think how many times God had called me before he got me. How many services I sat through and the preacher would just preach. I mean, back in the day, they preached about hell every day. Fire. Sister Agnes Holmes to say, if you're lost, the worms are going to be coming out of you. Scare me to death, but I would just, just resist it and resist it and resist it. I was waiting for the perfect opportunity. You know what I was doing? I was thinking with my flesh. I was saying, I want to live for God, but I want it to be the right time and the right, you know, the right sermon, the right song, the right temperature. It's too cold, it's too hot. I don't want this person to be there. I don't want them to see me crying. And, I don't, you know, because I didn't like people before I got the Holy Ghost. Praise God. If you don't like people, let me help you get the Holy Ghost tonight. But the flesh is always, it's apprehensive is what it is. The word goes forth and it just, telling you the day those two angels walked into Sodom and Gomorrah, or Sodom where Lot was. That was some of the greatest preaching you'll ever hear was the angels of God. C could the messenger have got any better that day besides Jesus Christ than the two angels that came from heaven? You talking about, well, I wonder if he was right. I don't know. I don't know if he was preaching right. Let me tell you, that day, you knew the angels were talking the truth. Two angels come and said, Lot, 
I'm going to destroy the city. And they gave him a few words. If you got daughters, you need to get your daughters. This is a wicked city and I'm gonna, it's going to be destroyed. Get ready to get out of here. You don't want to be taken in the iniquity of this city. Could the message have been any plainer? Could the message have been any more direct than the message was on the day the angels come to talk to Lot? I'm telling you, it was as plain as it gets. Time is up, Lot. You got to get out of this. You've got to get out of this mess. Let me tell you, it ain't the messenger that people don't move. Praise God. It ain't the message, the reason people don't come to the altar. You know why people don't come to the altar? Because their flesh is driving the bus. Lot had the greatest messengers you could have that day. He had the plainest message you could get that day. But somehow the Bible said he lingered. Boy, ain't that something. Praise God. His flesh kept him there. Well, did you know it'll never be convenient for your flesh to do what's right? Did you know it'll never become convenient for you to start a prayer life? It'll never be convenient for you to clap your hands and lift your hands. And it'll never be convenient for you to fast one day a week. It'll never be convenient for you to show up on Wednesday night. But you got to make your mind, are you here for convenience or are you here to be saved? Man, I'm going to preach to this church. The Bible said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. What is the spirit? It's not the Holy Spirit. It's little s. It's the spirit of a man. It's the part, the inner man that knows God is willing to get on the altar. That's why when the preaching goes forth and people get convicted, there's a part of you that says, man, you need to get on that altar. And there's another part that says, no. The Spirit is willing. Praise God. When the music begins to play and they're worshiping God, ain't God good, there's a part of you that says, man, I want to lift my hand. I I, want to get a breakthrough. But there's another part that just lingers. Well, I want to wait till it's a different song. I want to wait till there's a different preacher. You ever heard people say that? Oh, yeah. There was a little parable uh, about Lazarus and a rich man. The rich man, he, uh, he died and he went to hell. And Lazarus went up to Abraham's bosom. And now the rich man is in hell and he's in torment and he's saying, you know what? I don't want my family to come here. 
will you send somebody from the dead to preach to them? Boy, that would be quite a sermon, wouldn't it? If that back door opened right there and somebody come up out of the grave and walked across this platform, I'm gone. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> we'll see you Sunday. I'm telling you, that would be something to make everybody go. He was saying, if somebody came from the dead and started saying, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sin, and you shall receive the gift. My brothers would get it then. That would be, you know, a charismatic enough preacher. Jesus said, no. They've got Moses and they've got the prophets. Oh, yeah. They've got Moses and the prophets. If somebody walked out of the grave and started preaching the gospel to you, your flesh would still linger in the pew. Praise God. I, I didn't think y'all would run the aisles. I don't feel like running either. Praise God. The greatest message. The greatest messenger. And Lot's still just sitting there. Why? The flesh don't want to change. The flesh wants to stay what it is. The flesh wants to come to church on Wednesday and be a honky-tonker on Thursday. Well, hallelujah. The flesh was lingering in Sodom. I'm telling you. This, I've never seen it like this. The parallel until today. It's like God has got to just get a hold of people. Praise God. Praise God. If God don't get a hold of you, the chances of you being saved are real slim. Because there will always be a, an inconvenience. When Paul's preaching to the government, to the big man, why, why, why don't you just come back when it's more convenient? You've, you've almost persuaded me to to be a Christian. The greatest preacher, Paul. Preaching, 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 preaching. Could anybody preach it like Paul? No. Can you come back some other time? I'm just, I'm not there yet. And if you let the flesh always drive the bus, he will lead you right to hell. Without the hand of God, Lot, Knowing that judgment is coming would have sat right there in his house until it fell on him and his family. But by the mercy of God, by the mercy of God, the angels take Lot by his hand and take his wife's hand, take his daughter's hand, and began to drag them out of the city. God help us right now. You know what my prayer is today? I was 
in this place this morning praying. And I begin to pray, God, if you need to drag me, drag me. I watch people go through trials that I feel like in my spirit they should not and would not have had to go through. But you know what it was? It was God dragging them. Can, can I preach to you a little while? Has anybody got an ear to hear what thus saith the word of God? You know what you need to get in your spirit, God? God, if you've got to drag me away from some garbage... I don't like the way this ended or that ended. Or, God, it seemed like, you know, I, I had this friend and they just kind of cut me off and it hurt. And you know what it was? It was the mercy of God. <laughs> people, it, it bothers me when I hear people say, oh, they, they miss church and they say, well, I'm just trying to work a few things out. I, I need to get a few things worked out and then I'll be back. I'm thinking you ain't going to work nothing out. You're going to sit there in your house until the judgment falls. If the mercy of God don't get a hold of you, uh, I feel like praying right now. Come on, there's somebody's hanging on to something that's going to destroy you. You're hanging on to your house. You're hanging on to things. I'm telling you, you want God to get a hold of you tonight. Uh, come on, help me right now. Pray, church. Come on, let's just pray right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, help me wait on the Lord right now. Mm. Mm. I feel God's going to tear some people loose from some stuff. Come on, I feel it in my spirit right now. We're going to turn this place into a prayer, prayer meeting right now. I, I believe God's going to rip some bitterness out of somebody in this place. Come on, ba 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 ha ta ta ta.
Come on. <laughs> Come on. It'll never be the right time for your flesh. It'll never get right for your flesh. You're just going to have to drag yourself. God, get a hold of us. God, carry me out of this garbage. God, carry me out of this addiction. God, drag me out of this bitterness. God, pull me. <laughs> Come on, let's cry. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, you're going to be so happy. Come on, you can't hang on to hurts. Come on, why don't you help somebody pray right now? Come on, tonight is as good a night as it'll ever be. This would be a great night to get a healing in your body. This would be a great night to get the Holy Ghost. Ah, this would be a great night for God. To do something miraculous in people's lives. Come on, if you, if you need the Holy Ghost, please come to this front. If you need a renewing in your spirit, please come to this front. If you've got some things you need God to pull out, I need you to come to this front. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Oh, it's the mercy of God that pulls people. It's the mercy of God that gives people a second chance, third chance. mercy of God that grabs hold of us. It's the mercy of God. Come on, I wish you would pray until the Holy Ghost begins to pray through you. There's a blessing. Come on, there's a blessing awaiting people. There's a miracle awaiting people. There's a freedom of spirit that's awaiting you. Uh, 
I feel a transformation happening. Feel a transformation happening. Whatever you gotta do. 